0: But I would have
1: a glorious proletarian. I mean, revolution. I'd love a
0: glorious proletarian <laughs> revolution. I, so that,
2: that would be a good all the big things episode. <laughs> glorious, glorious
0: proletarian, proletarian revolution. revolution. <laughs>
2: Everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott,
1: and I'm Maze, and with and us Pat. tonight, we have <laughs> right in there. <laughs> no, that's no, great. Pat, is Pal- here. Pat just
2: apologized <laughs> off mic.
1: Off mic. Got
0: it. Should I so do a private apology? Uh, <laughs> should I, Should I everything off? Yeah. Just,
2: <laughs> is there
0: anything that's off mic? Or is there <laughs> no. anything that's off
1: mic? Or no, I, we, we edit so oh, we edit so all of your
0: inappropriate okay. jokes are off mic. All my inappropriate. So yeah. I could say anything. <laughs> Well, Penis. off mic. <laughs> <laughs> that child is therapy works. So
2: okay.
1: Mm. Um okay. Here we are. We have Pat with us
2: for all the big things.
1: For all the big things. If
2: you're if you're a no small thing listener, we had the ambitions of having a segment with our friend Pat who would cover all the big things. And we did a we did an episode on the Grand Coulee Dam. Mhm. It was fabulous. And that was in the middle of COVID. Pat was out on the porch through we were, a through, through a, a window, window.
1: <laughs> and I feel like that was actually a, a relatively amazing COVID-safe alternative for podcast recording. I'd say so. It felt like a kind of a fun experience.
2: I think so. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It Pat, was do you fun. want to say just a little bit about yourself to give people a little context?
0: Yeah, my name is Pat Hodges. I'm six feet six inches tall. I. Live in Shoreline, Washington, in a mother-in-law apartment. I am I, I paid to teach children. I, I'm a teacher. I, <laughs> I teach third grade. Say in the most roundabout way possible. Uh, I'm paid
2: to teach. Children.
0: Yeah, they give me money for that. Um, let's see.
2: You recently finished your master's. Degree. I recently
0: finished my master's degree. Yeah. I am a master of education. Yes. That's right. It.
1: That's right.
0: There it is. That's that's Cheers. That's Thank the you. ground of being for Pat Wait, Hodges. You, so you just got your masters. Mm-hmm.
1: I just got well, my you, masters. Do you have your do
2: you, do I we you all have, have our degree? masters. Degree. We're wow. all masters. What a wow. well-educated <laughs> a <fairy> lot we are.
1: We bunch here. Yes. You just say
2: that on mic. Yeah, like just to have uh, a a really I guess that's thing. true.
1: It's if you're if you're a no small thing listener that's like been around. I've been like Grinding. On this journey of mm-hmm. a master's That's for three years, intense. and it's done. Whoop, whoop, graduate.
2: Hooray. Yes. We should, I don't know if it's an episode, but we should We should mark some time to discuss that.
1: That would be, that would yeah. be sweet.
2: There should be a segment. There should be a segment. <laughs> a segment. We, we do new segments now. So <laughs> Becoming a master. Everybody, tonight we're doing an, all the big things with Pat, and Pat was just saying it to us, and I didn't hear it, so now it's going to be a surprise to me. All right,
1: I know Pat was giving a little, a little appetizer pre getting yeah. pre- yes. the mic.
2: So
0: today I'm here to talk to you about a very big thing that doesn't exist yet. Okay, okay. dang, I'm already intrigued. <laughs> unless this is unless there's aliens, but it's okay. uh, it's called a Dyson sphere. Okay.
1: Okay, never heard of this.
0: Never heard of this. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. This is going to be like, yes, yes, no. Tantalizing. Uh,
1: Do you know that segment of the show Reply All? No. Okay, well, never mind. It's too much of a tangent. Yes.
0: (laughs) So I'll... Yeah, so a Dyson Sphere is a theoretical megastructure. It's basically a piece of outer space infrastructure. And it was theorized... This is Whoa. the biggest thing. <laughs> it, the, it, I this have is no bigger than idea. the Grand Coulee <laughs> Dam. What this w- this words, an outer
1: space infrastructure. <laughs> this What's,
0: dwarfs the Grand Coulee Dam. All Kooli I <laughs>
1: think about is like the Death Star when I think outer space infrastructure. Well, you like know, a black you're hole? not.
0: It's kind of the same shape. Um, What's well, this? it de- It depends. But anyways. Uh, it, it was theorized by this British physicist Freeman Dyson, who's uh, okay. no longer with us.
1: Who makes the vacuums? R.I.P. No, that <laughs> is Sir James Dyson, a different British scientist. <laughs> um,
2: I did think of that when you said it. I was like, well, don't, don't wait for that joke. Like, maybe, maybe there might be a time later that would be. You were waiting to make that yeah. joke. I <laughs> oh love
0: days. Dyson vacuums. So maybe- uh, I. I both Sir James Dyson and Sir Freeman Dyson are, are two of my favorite British scientists. Okay. Uh, wow. But basically, it's an idea of... Well, let's put it this way. So we're here on Earth, okay. and we get most of our energy from the sun. Yes. Yeah. Even something like fossil fuels, that energy ultimately comes from the sun, because it's made of long-dead plants, and those plants grew because of sunlight, but... We only get a very small portion of the energy that the sun emits. Okay. So some future advanced civilization may have much larger energy needs oh. than what we have. And so they may need to build something to meet those energy needs.
2: Okay. So
1: you're, is this something that humans oh, are creating? Oh, okay. Or I, just to clarify now, when I'm hearing like... Humans.
2: Okay, okay, we got lots of questions. <laughs> Humans ahead, could
0: create this with technology that relies on our current understanding of science. We wouldn't need to discover any new science. Okay. Well, uh, asterisk, because I'm, I'm not an expert. But I don't think we would need to create you any new a new science. have a master's degree, though. This is based... <laughs> <laughs> my master's is in education, yeah, sir. Okay. <laughs> um, but basically what it is... Is it's a set of solar receptors, like solar panels. That's one version of it. And you completely surround the sun with wow. these solar panels. Oh my gosh. And
1: wow, that is a big thing.
0: It is a very big thing. The kind it of the is it, it very much. It produces way way more power. Um,
1: it's interesting how they are like big in size and then also
2: increasing power. Is, they do. I love
0: big things that make electricity. Um,
2: I just have to clarify when you first said it. I, I did. Now, I'm, now I'm. What is it called again? A Dyson sphere. A <laughs> Dyson sphere. You asked the right question, and then you had the Death Star pictured in your mind. I, I For some reason, I went to a black hole. I, I thought it was something that did already exist in space, but this is something no, humans in would create.
1: yeah,
2: Humans would create this, theoretically. Yes. I mean,
0: it's possible that if aliens exist, they will have created them. Although, theoretically, we should be able to observe one oh, if wow. it's been created, because it would block out a lot of the light from um. any particular star it's built around. And we haven't seen any, which some actually use as an argument that there are no advanced aliens because if they existed, they would have built one they and we would have seen it yeah. and we don't see any. But anyways, one one version of the Dyson Sphere, the version most popular in science fiction, is like a solid spherical shell mm-hmm. with the sun in the middle. And the radius of the shell is about 1 AU. That's the distance between the sun and the earth is one AU, so this giant thing. There's an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation about this. Wow, I gotta watch it now.
2: Everybody go watch that.
0: Yes. This version probably can't exist, though. Do they call it the Dyson Sphere? They do call it a Dyson Sphere in okay. Star Trek.
2: Wow, all right. So the solid shell version
0: probably can't exist with our current understanding of physics. And then and then the idea is you would build, like, basically a planet on the inside of this sphere. Like, you'd have dirt in oceans and since it's spinning the centrifugal force of the spin simulates gravity okay and it would create a surface area that's many many billion times larger than earth wow now the more scientifically feasible version of this is sometimes called a dyson swarm and it's a series of smaller habitats that orbit the sun Wow, And they have solar panels that take in the power. And these habitats would basically be rotating cylinders. And they would use centrifugal force to simulate gravity for the people living on the inside of the cylinder. Um,
1: So this would be like alternative habitats than Earth. So this is assuming that Earth is no longer livable. Or there's just people
2: who don't want to live on Earth. Okay. So they get to get a Dyson sphere. Bill Gates just goes right up to his own little... Private, rotating, (laughs) mini Dyson Sphere. I mean, you could... (laughs) Oh, Dyson Swarm.
0: Well, I call it a Dyson (laughs) Sphere because when Freeman Dyson first invented the concept, that's what he meant. A series of kind of free-floating structures or you put them in a series of... I guess they can't see my finger on the radio. You, <laughs> the radio. You, Pat is doing oh, circular no gestures with his finger. I yeah. am doing circular <laughs> gestures with my finger. You can put a series of rings around the sun, um, and again, you spin those. Okay, Okay.
2: so I'm going to ask you an ignorant question, because I haven't thought about Go this for in it. a long time. But is Go it, for it. Is it now orbiting around the sun? Is that what's happening? The, the, you, They're you orbiting kind of around the sun. And then they are in orbit. Yes. Okay. They are an orbit and they around
1: just the sun. Naturally, orbit.
2: Well, if you shoot them at
0: this, uh, if you shoot them out correctly, then yes. Okay. Because orbit is just all about matching rotational speed to the force of gravity.
2: But but the Dyson sphere, as you said, it would like would like uh, the way I'm understanding it, it it would be, it would be like hogging the sun's energy. Potentially, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, it seems like it surrounds it. Would it be dark on Earth?
0: Depending on how dense the Dyson yeah. sphere is, yes, or you could just make a hole in it. Well, you Share can't exactly a make a in hole it in it because if you just make a hole in it, then the star the sun would start moving. But anyways, <laughs> because all of the all of the light would be bouncing out in one direction, right? So it'd be like a rocket shooting out exhaust in one direction, and that would move the sun.
1: Oh, whoa, whoa, Pat! You know science. Well, I've (laughs) I've watched a lot of YouTube
0: (laughs) about this. But basically, you could house many quadrillions of people around the orbit of the sun. Okay, so maybe it would be
1: better if we.
0: The big things. It's a huge thing. It it is.
2: (laughs) The biggest, maybe.
0: Probably one of the biggest things we could create just in our solar system. And there are ways to do it without destroying the Earth. That's for example, you could, to get the materials for this, would be a major undertaking.
1: It would be like a collective Earth would you, would you get it
0: from other planets? Well, there are multiple p- propositions for this. Okay, 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 here we go. We're in an episode right you now. You could take apart Mercury...
1: What <laughs>
2: you you could take apart Mercury? I just
1: have to pause real quick and say I I just finished an eco theology class that was like
2: is that is that ethical taking apart Mercury? I mean
1: I mean I think that it's all complicated. It's yeah. all kind of nuanced around kind of how it goes about it, how yes. you view it. Because it's also, you could see yes. like how we are in the chain of systems. It really depends on the angle. I wouldn't say there's one view, but it's complex. It's but so I'm funny like, to be down here in
2: the-, the weeds of our own little life and minutia and being like eco-theology, and then it's like, the Dyson sphere, right.
1: taking apart Mercury. No, we're like, exactly. like, I like what what? <laughs> yeah, it's like an <laughs> yeah. interesting thing. But yeah, taking apart Mercury, okay, keep going.
0: Well, if you were to take apart Mercury... So the first layer of a Dyson sphere would just be basically solar panels orbiting the sun. Sheesh. Because you could get an incredible, incredible amount of energy that way. Uh, To make these solar panels to completely surround the sun would only take about 1% of Mercury's mass. Okay. Because these these are very thin solar panels. And Mercury's very small. It's the smallest planet, but... It's got a lot in it in its insides, yeah, yeah. and it's very metal rich. Um,
2: this is this is this is this is wild.
0: This you is really good, this you is really do know right about
1: this big thing. <laughs> I've
0: I've done a lot. Again, I've watched, watched a, a lot, lot of YouTube. YouTube videos. I love this for us. I love this for us. <laughs> um, but you he, uh, he could also do something called star lifting. Okay. okay, which is how do I start with star lifting?
1: How do I start with starlifting? So
0: basically, 99% of the matter in the solar system is inside the sun. All the planets and asteroids and moons, that amounts to about 1% of the solar system's mass.
2: Wow. You know, I had such a pause right there uh-huh. and say wow. uh, everything that we're saying right now is making me want to watch Battlestar Galactica. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the old one or the new one? The new one. Oh, that, that's really good. That's really good. That's a good. really, that's a quality television program.
2: <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going.
0: Oh, wow.
1: 99%.
0: 99% is... in th- so, And that includes 99% of all the metals and the carbon.
1: Wow. So there's, okay.
0: there's like iron and carbon molecules in, excuse me, atoms... Inside the sun. Yeah. So if you could construct a device that would kind of pull these out, you would have not unlimited, but from our perspective, essentially unlimited building materials. Hmm. And you could make a whole set of rings that go around the sun. And on the inside of the rings, you put habitation. Or oh. you have a series of cylinders arranged in a ring. And is there water? You could put water there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just shoot a bunch of comets at it. Because yeah. <laughs> comets are just made of, of ice. Wow. So if you want water, just... Or actually, How you, do you know... just
1: shoot these comets? I mean...
0: Shoot yeah, a bunch so, of comets. I'm
1: like, wait a second, but aren't we running out of water here?
0: Um, Yeah, but there's way more water in space.
1: Right. <laughs> and if you had sufficiently advanced so technology
0: if you had fusion technology you could just take hydrogen and oxygen and combine them all to make possible? water
1: is what you're describing possible
0: well the shell the, a solid shell probably not but the rings or the cloud of habitats the swarm the swarm yeah it is. It doesn't break any laws of physics.
1: Okay, but it's like, how are we? How do we get these things? How do we extract this material from the uh, sun?
0: So that I, I don't know as much about star lifting. So I, I, think magnets is part of it. But uh, <laughs> this is great. This but is uh, great. as for like, get it, shooting the comets. That's actually a relatively simple proposition, given enough fuel, because we could just shoot it at a certain <laughs> angle, and that will knock it out of its orbit. And if we shoot that's it great. at just the right time. At just the right angle, we can calculate exactly where it's going to go. The, the
1: Haley's Comet. The Haley's
0: com- Comet. Here comes Haley's Any, Comet. Anything. Shoot it. Because that's 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 physics. You can know exactly of, uh, where everything is going to so develop.
2: comet's coming. Shoot me. You're saying a comet's
1: Martin's coming, and we have it redirected towards.
0: Well, we probably wouldn't wait for one to come. We'd find one out in the Kuiper Belt or the Oort Cloud. Which is this region at the edge of the solar system? we're
2: curious, we're learning here,
0: and you would—you might not be able to. She—you might need to attach a rocket to it. But I mean, the physics is the same as like.
1: But how do we get a rocket all the way out there?
0: Well, it would be very difficult to do that with our current level of. See, a lot of this isn't a technology question. A lot of it is an infrastructure question,
1: right? Like, how do we get the materials?
0: So, to to send a rocket to a comet.
1: Yeah. So
0: so a lot of proposals for sort of a first step to building space infrastructure is we build an industrial base on the moon. Because one of the really hard things about going into space is Earth has this sort of gravity well that that we're all in. And to get anything from the Earth to the space, to the space, to space. To, To the space, to space. Um requires a tremendous amount of energy and a tremendous amount of fuel. But the moon has one-sixth the gravity. And so it's much easier to shoot things off from the moon. So if we were to build, you know, a large industrial sector on the moon, we could mine it without any... and, And, you know, the other difference is nobody lives on the moon. If you mine here, you know, you need to think about the consequences for human life. But nobody lives on the moon. See, so you can mine it. I know,
1: but maybe humans should just die. we shouldn't do this. I need, this like, a Dyson sphere.
0: It is a, is a lot.
1: Destroying and... Destroying or rebuilding. And, I guess, but or taking over. I mean, there's, it's, it's also, like, what's, what's space colonialism, you know?
0: Well, yeah. Gotta, well, I, well I, and I, I definitely people. have the same questions, because my... I would only want this to happen under a specific mm. political system.
1: Exactly. I would I not want would this to be... happen
0: under capitalism.
1: Right. I think that that's <laughs> good to name. I think mean, that's good to name in this.
0: Right. Because here's the thing. The the resources out there are non limitless, limitless. But if we still have a system where an individual can own those resources, it's not of benefit to humanity. Uh, which is why I think... I, and I'm not saying stop this, all space travel until we have a glorious proletarian revolution, but I would have a
1: glorious proletarian. Revolution. I mean, I love a glorious
0: proletarian
2: revolution. <laughs> oh, uh, so it, that, that would be a good all the big things episode. <laughs> glorious,
0: glorious proletarian, proletarian revolution. revolution. Uh, the time
2: is not yet ripe, comrades. Okay. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but you know, under
1: right, I agree. I think I hear you saying, like under a certain value system right. or something, this could be thoughtfully done but mm-hmm. I also don't trust our current system so exactly. I'm like this terrifies me the
2: way you and I are, are ga- engaging with this concept is is night and day different
1: of course <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm approaching it with this sort of like
1: this is sci-fi
2: sci-fi wide-eyed in awe and you're really like hey 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 humans come on is this going to be ethical or not I like, think <laughs> both are appropriate questions for sure. for sure both are definitely appropriate questions <laughs> I I mean, is so is this being theorized in like universities and stuff? It sounds like it's been really well thought through. I mean,
0: there, oh, these ideas have been around for yeah for a while. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of the work is being done in science fiction. Okay, I, a lot of the work, but it's the like, work. A <laughs> lot of this, like, a lot of these ideas were first built for science fiction, or just by. Um, Excited amateurs, well, hey, I mean, science edu- so I, I, yeah, can I do a quick, a quick plug, please? Oh, okay. so a lot oh, of this going. information I got from a YouTube channel called Science and Futurism with Isaac Arthur. Okay, Science plug. and Futurism, and he is—he's a very intelligent man. He goes through every is he topic. A
2: master's degree.
0: Uh, he has a PhD. Oh shoot! Oh, <laughs> <damn>. oh, <no. laughs> so he's he's above all of us, and he he go he has these like half hour long videos where he'll just dive into these concepts in extreme complexity. Yeah. Um, and I love it because he has he kind of has a he has trouble with his R's. It's he has a speech impediment. That's great, but I find it very endearing. Yes. And he like doesn't hide it for the. Show, he just says turn the turn the closed captions on if you can't understand. But the I got Dyson a lot of this sphere. information from We're gonna have to Mr. Watch it. Isaac Arthur. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that's a Dyson sphere. It,
1: <sighs> I mean, go ahead.
0: A, <laughs> I, a, a, a potential <laughs> glorious future okay. for humanity. A
1: potential glorious future.
2: Uh, yes. One one that we won't live to see, probably. But would it
1: be too hot if you live that close to the sun?
0: You know, I don't know how you solve that problem.
1: Like that, I'm sure there's a like way to solve so that problem. Hot. I don't know. Okay.
2: Maybe there's a buffer in the shell of the sphere. I don't even know the right words for this. I yeah. Don't taking... I don't know. Yeah. I, I I I just have so many. It's really hot. Well, here's it's
1: really hot, exactly. <laughs> but you get energy and but, power. I mean, and- imagine that. I just imagine just being so close to the sun. Oh gosh. <laughs> but Mace, you wouldn't. Uh, you like you sun. usually,
0: in most ways, these are conceived of. You wouldn't be looking directly at the sun. <laughs> You'd be inside a cylinder.
1: So you're not even outside.
0: I mean, what is outside? Outside would be enclosed. In a large... So, when I say cylinder, these are really big. Like, right. these are several kilometers across. Right. It's several kilometers long.
1: Oh, what are we talking
0: about? The, so the or the... sky would the... be the same size as our sky. It's just we know on the other end of it... Right. There's more people. It's just the other side of the cylinder. <laughs> Which, you know, we're, we're is really on a big rock. Yeah. Right. With a thin layer of atmosphere around it so and it's also like people in in this time in the future of course of course, life's gonna be very different i
1: know of course i mean if this is the way it goes i mean your whole it's everything's different
0: and it might not it might be people who a lot of people living at that time won't have physical bodies like ours oh gosh (laughs) they'll have their mind (laughs) uploaded into a machine and so these habitats are this just these giant servers with trillions of digital
2: people living inside of them.
1: I'm 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 The thing is, is that sci fi so continues to
2: become reality. It just keeps happening. Sometimes yes. Yeah. So
1: uh, we don't we don't tell, know if you I can't we, tell if I love it or hate it.
2: Although but all of
0: this or just uh,
1: I think all of this. I think all yeah. of this. I'm like, why it's both cool and terrifying and uh-huh sounds exciting and i'm nervous yeah and well, you just-
2: i think it's something that will be 500 years from now i don't think it's gonna happen in 30 years
1: well but well i, I don't
2: have a timeline for this
1: <laughs> i think even further away
2: 500 years mm-hmm. i have well who knows i mean yeah i'm there's a lot of steps
0: before we get to that Yeah. because first there's you know a, a common first step is you industrialize the moon. And then there's I mean, really
2: wincing. <laughs> I don't
1: like this. I hate I, I, that I, phrase. <laughs> Industrialize the moon, I'm like it makes me want to throw up hearing that phrase. I mean, Wait. Well,
0: okay, let me maybe I could rephrase it. <laughs> we move our space sector mainly from the earth to mainly being on the moon. So okay. we, we make our spaceships in space. We make not our spaceships not on earth. in space. Because God. the main problem with getting something from Earth is the tremendous amount of fuel it takes. And because
1: it's so much lighter, that's what you're so saying. So it's a
2: little yes. bit slightly more ethical, Mace.
0: Uh, I-
1: or... I,
0: I, I'm saying nothing about the ethics of this. I think there's an ethically good version of this. I also think there's an ethically very evil version right, of this. I think this really
1: is like there's, there's ways that this can go.
0: Because think about it this way. If we have, let, let's say, you know, we have the glorious proletarian revolution, <laughs> our future in space is sort of a glorious people's republic or, like, <laughs> a set of glory of people's republics. One can,
2: one can dream. I, I really would love to know Reuven's take on all this. Uh, I've, I've talked to Ruben about yeah. some of this. He's he's mostly into
0: it. Okay. Reuven likes the idea of taking apart Mercury. He's Okay,
1: Reuben likes the idea of taking apart <laughs> Mercury. Because it,
0: if we moved all the industry and everything out of the space, then that leaves the Earth for just enjoying it. The whales. Right. And... You know, with this level of technology, if there's also, for example, like intelligent robots that come with it, we might not have to work anymore because <laughs> we'll have as much energy as we need. And we'll have but God
1: ro- said to toil.
0: Well, we'll be up in the, we'll be up in heaven with God. So, uh, I mean, there I mean, there will probably be other work to do right, and there'll no, be think- well, yeah. because at this point you could start addressing let's go to other solar systems let's go to right, other galaxies right. let's because as far as we know there's no one else
2: out there aliens i mean i i do think if it's less certain, more curious getting your head into this sort of realm can 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 get you in a, le- a less certain space you're like what the heck is what is, yeah. what is anything now I am thinking that, like, what is anything? right? And I
1: mean, I mean, the amount of imagination and curiosity that got someone to dream up a model like this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I
2: think in my life, science fiction has been mostly undervalued. I, I've I've yeah. dabbled in science fiction. I have a loose understanding of Star Trek and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I did watch all of Battlestar Galactica and really enjoyed that. But okay. like, generally, I I still have I, I hate to admit it because I always act I always act like I know what I am talking about. But to this day, I've never read or watched Dune. Really? Yeah.
0: Not I, even the David Lynch Not even version. the David Lynch. And as much it's as I love David it's Lynch, I love it. to
2: act like I've seen it. Because I love you David pretend
1: Lynch. pretend like you've watched it? I'm like, oh yeah, Dune. You know, was crazy. We should watch Dune.
2: We should You'd like it. I, I sure really it like the David Lynch tune. It was so funny to know that he also that. got pegged to try to make Star Wars. Pegged too. or uh, pegged? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: that's all I
2: can hear. Oh, <laughs> huh? pegged! Yeah, pegged. I, I
1: I know
0: he was gonna he was gonna direct Return, Return of the Jedi. Of the Jedi. Right? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> he tells. Yeah. A, have you heard the story when he tries to tell the story? No. He 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 has a story where um oh gosh who directed who created Star Wars again George, George Lucas. Lucas. George Lucas. So George Lucas by the time Return of the Jedi was coming was already outrageously wealthy and had like assistance and compounds and buildings. And they were trying to court David Lynch. And he tells a story in an interview, like at some art Institute. And he's just like, I tried to give it my best, and they picked me up. The moment they picked me up, I had this pounding headache. They showed me these, these, these things, like like uh, and 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 I, I I couldn't stop having a, a headache about it. And, and I said, no, 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 this isn't right. I I I, I, said, I, I just told him that I couldn't do. I really do like it. your David Lynch yeah. voice.
0: <laughs> Good impersonation.
2: But I just love how he just like. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, one quick more side note. Now, i like talking about David Lynch, he uh-huh. always he also had a, a legendary like appearance, probably in the mid '90s on Jay Leno, and uh, and <laughs> Jay Leno's like, oh, you have kind of a sleep schedule like me, like you're you're up at night. And he's like, so are you like me? Like when I'm up at night, we usually end the show recording, and I I invite people over. and We have spaghetti at my house, and David Lynch goes, no, 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 I I don't cook in my own home. <laughs> and they're like, why? He's like the smells and the oils will get into the walls and I can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird guy. I love it. He really is a weird guy. <laughs> oh man.
0: But so he, here's what I'll say about the science fic yeah. about the science fiction. A lot of what I'm saying is actually probably grander in scope than most science fiction. Because okay. if you look at if you look at like Star Trek for example They're just going and they're, you know, setting themselves up on other planets. Right. They're not building a habitat that can house quadrillions of people. Yeah. Like, you could fit the whole population of the Federation just in our solar system with these sorts of things that I've
2: been talking about. So so you're saying science fiction doesn't have the guts to go all out.
0: Science fiction doesn't have the guts.
1: <laughs> but
0: science that, futurism does. I love science fiction. Yeah, yeah. But there are some things in science fiction that I think if they didn't use, they would be more interesting. Mm. Like, uh, like in a lot of sci-fi, they'll have artificial gravity.
2: Right, 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 right. I think it's
0: more interesting if you don't have artificial gravity and you can f- come up with some explanation for why everybody... Is able to stand because you can create. I'm using air quotes here artificial gravity, you can simulate it, but you can't like just put a machine in the spaceship and have gravity happen. It's like, just if you sort will, of a lazy trope, it, it's a super lazy so trope. You
1: say, Oh, we just press our artificial gravity button. Yeah. Is that what they do? Yeah, oh, okay,
0: or like faster than light travel, yeah, probably not ever going to be possible, yeah. Um, but.
1: Is that when things go warp speed? Light yeah, speed. Yeah. Light yeah. speed, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because nothing
2: can go faster than light. Right. Um, light speed, mace. But is there warp speed?
1: What do they do in Star Wars?
2: That's light speed. Hyperspace. Right? Hyperspace. Hyper Star Wars
1: of- is
0: Star Wars is not science fiction. What is it? It's fantasy. I think it's fantasy that has the aesthetics of science fiction.
2: Playing fast and loose with science but fiction.
0: Science is no part of the plot or <laughs> themes of Star Wars. Okay. It is It is I fantasy set of the future.
1: so little stakes in any of this. <laughs> I'm like, okay. This
0: is big stakes for me. This is my <laughs> life. <This> is <laughs> big, stakes. Is big stakes. Are this you more a of
2: a Star thing. Trek person oh, than yeah. Star Wars? Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. I only ever really watched The Next Generation, because it was out in the 90s when I was in my prime. <laughs> yeah. My, my middle school, you're still high in school prime. Prim. I'm in my prime right now. Well, I haven't watched this new Picard series. Everybody says I should check it out. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I haven't watched a lot of the new ones. I do know the line, make it so. Make it show, number make it, one. Make it so. Yeah. There is a great TikTok that went around a while ago where it was like. Make it so, make it so, make it so. Oh, yes. I, I, I saw that <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. Um, well, um,
1: Would you want to live in one of these things?
0: Would I want to live on one of these things? I like where I live now. Okay. But he, here's here's what I think it's going to be like. Tell me. I think of the future. Like, let's say we live in a future where one of these exists. And let's say it's, you know, reasonably ethical and equitable. I think the people living on them are going to think about us, the way we think about like uh, medieval. Yeah, people. I was going to say that. yeah. Totally, and they're gonna they're gonna think about like our anxieties about Earth.
1: it. People who lived on Earth, is yeah, I think what it'll be. They'll be
0: Earth like, oh well, gosh, Earth. I
2: guess there are people still living there.
1: People lived there. People, I can't. Can you remember the times when people actually? lived
2: They, on they there? thought yeah. about mountains, climbing Mount Everest. Who cares about that? I mean, they, there might be mountains inside
0: yeah. these things. Yeah. So you could build them big enough. Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. I don't even understand these. I have changed my mental image of what these things look like 15 times (laughs) in this conversation. Every single time. For some reason, I'm imagining
2: a Simpsons episode about it. (laughs) I'm sure there's a Futurama episode about there. Yeah, probably. Somewhere. Yeah.
1: I'm like, every single thing, I'm like, what? The Dyson Dyson Sphere.
0: You could build these rotating habitats so that their internal surface area is the size of a continent. (laughs) And you could still build trillions of them
2: around the sun, wow, what yeah, well societies I guess there be good. there could th- things could just keep business as usual. There could be some communist societies, some capitalist societies
0: well, yeah, at that point, I feel like you're not gonna have like a single overarching state, yeah. yeah. I
2: feel like a lot of these are
1: gonna
0: be fairly independent.
1: But to build the infrastructure to create them,
2: we're gonna we're gonna take apart Mercury, we're gonna mine the moon.
0: Well that's that's a bit I think you're asking the right question. (laughs) Like how are we gonna build this? Who's gonna be responsible? Who's gonna own Own
1: a thing? Right. Richard Branson. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so if it's Richard Branson, (laughs) I don't want it. Yeah, right.
2: Who who do we want? Who do we want to own this Bjork? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh if you're on these i think but people don't live there
2: case. yeah yeah it, it's socially owned yeah if joe biden owned it i'd be on board sense
1: of ownership is no more <laughs> something about ownership i would want to be but that's too hard probably
0: it's just science you fiction. could have a i mean i I think you could change anything yeah i don't think humans have like i don't think humans or life has any sort of like well maybe only a few like necessary traits I think pretty much everything is up to change.
1: Right. We could reimagine something where yeah. it's no longer the an ownership model. Be Honestly, be though, we do want to be the change we want I mean, to see. That's what communism is. Yes. It,
0: it's It's not the state owns everything. Yeah, right. It's everybody. There is no private property. Yeah. Those things that which we all need is owned, it's owned, owned by everybody. to everyone. And, you know, what? Art, like you have your personal property, like yep. your toothbrush is still yours. Yeah. Because nobody else needs your toothbrush. Right, right, right. But, like, the factories, the, the the energy production, the farming, the transportation, the education system, all of that is owned by everybody and administered however people want it. I mean, it, here's the thing. Let's say there's, like, a billion of these habitats. Let's say one of those habitats, they really want to be fascists. You know? Go for it. I'll go just go to a have different fun. habitat. I'll we're just, doing <laughs> We're doing
1: something different over here. Get on my little here. rocket ship that I have. That Ooh. is, I take off of my comment that I've now it's been redirected and <laughs> <laughs> coming in on my ice comment. Here I come, moving just, over to a new pod. It's like, oh, it's
2: easy. You just redirect side that ice comment. Size of an entire
1: continent. I'm not actually even a being with a body. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uploaded into a computer. It's Also, in my <laughs> mind has all like simulation. adventure times energy. I'm time not burnt energy. by the sun, even though I'm right <laughs> next to it.
2: This is good. <laughs> This is a good summation of this I mean, All the Big Things segment.
0: In biblical times, they thought we lived under a giant dome. Ah. Right? Ah,
1: bring us, it, bring uh, us back.
0: Christopher Columbus thought the earth was pear-shaped. Ooh. Right? There, there's hilarious. any number of ways to do things. And Show. as my old grandma said, there's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> That's what your old grandma said. <laughs>
2: that's what she said. That's God bless her. Said. I think about the Truman Show. It was a dome. I always We're think about Truman the Truman Show. Trump, the Imagine I
0: thought about
1: that like, fifth, like that's the Dyson Sphere five times throughout this. I'm yeah. like, Truman
2: Show. Truman you show. could have a whole habitat <laughs>
0: that's for TV.
2: Ah, uh, uh, the, the TV, TV, TV habitat. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of WandaVision. Division.
0: thousands of whole habitats that are for the TV and it's it would t- hardly make a dent. <laughs> Just reality show habitats? <laughs> you could de- You could have... A habitat this
1: seems like I can't decide if this is. I think this is a hellscape. Uh,
0: really, or a multiple
1: habitats just for TV?
0: You don't have to live there. <laughs> it's all consensual. Well, okay. If you were living in a rotating habitat going around the sun, what would you want it to be like?
1: Oh, I guess I could just imagine. it goes all the Whatever I want. Not,
0: well, first of there's all, billion, there's going to be billions of choices.
1: Is that how this is? But I think that's be. the thing that very fa- scares me is the billions of choices.
2: Uh huh. You don't want that's, that. many choices. That's too
1: many choices. I like that's that's there's there's not enough limits with that.
2: Well, once yeah. you make your choice, there's limits within that within
1: that choice. Choice. Yeah. I guess
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You I, see, I'm not saying everyone will live as a digital being, but some people might.
1: Some people might.
0: There might be like. Some people might be like intelligent
1: cats.
2: Ah, you can have your so genetics much and
0: body modified so that you're a literal cat, but you have the mind of a human. And okay, can-
1: I, I'm starting to I'm starting to get on board with this. All of a
2: sudden, I had this mixed imagery of a movie of Blade Runner mixed with the musical Cats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that. <laughs> I uh, Yeah.
0: We should write that, Scott. That that. should be a musical. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
1: that would be a great musical. Okay, should we go to the next to be? Are we wrapping up this segment? Yeah, I'm wondering. Do you
2: want to get? Do you want to say anything else about the Dyson Sphere, Pat? The
0: well, I think I will. I will echo both of you. the The potential is nigh infinite from our perspective. Yes, the potential for growth and human flourishing. But also human oppression, uh, human destruction always looms large. It always looms. Uh, so that's why I think only communists should go to space. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's all. The big Not
2: Americans. Things.
0: <laughs> that's all the big things, folks. Yeah, thank with- you. Pat Hodges. Pat
2: Hodges, master's degree. Master's, <laughs> degree. master's degree. Okay,
1: and now we're going to go we're just roll into segments. I'll do it right now. <laughs> do, 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 do. everybody we are back we're going to spin the color wheel um and how many times i think we'll spin it once okay and then after we talk about that color we'll spin it a second time just for a little bonus what do we think of these two colors paired together and mm-hmm. we still have pat with us so it's going to be
0: a, <laughs> hi, a hi, listeners at home
1: a trinitarian <laughs> uh look at the, the yeah. color a we trinitarian. I don't know. Yes. well all three of us are here yeah you know? it's
0: true
2: <coughs> What's that sound.
1: Okay, this is a strange oh, the way you're holding your microphone. <laughs> a, a strange color, and some of these are just interesting <laughs> all hold names. Our
2: microphones like this. <laughs> okay. It's
1: like ice cream. It's phones. like how
0: some people hold their ping pong paddle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh <laughs> yes, so, <no>. yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: totally. yeah, totally.
1: I know exactly what this is referring to. Um, and I'll be curious if anyone knows this tiger. Like an, orange? an animal. It's an orange. It's an Tiger orange? orange. And it's okay. a Crayola color orange. Wow. Okay. Tiger orange. It's one of the marker colors. Wow. Uh it's I'll get a picture of it. Didn't Does anyone know. have any quick didn't associations know. around this? Just didn't know. I orange
0: vid- is my favorite, favorite color. Really?
1: Orange is your favorite color. Please favorite speak color. about that.
0: Please speak. <laughs> well it, you know, I just like it. Yeah. I underrated like the color of my hair. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's uh when I was a kid, it's the color my grandma would make me wear on Saint Patrick's Day. Yes. Okay. Um when I was in high school, I wore a puffy orange coat to school yeah. every single day. Yeah. You still um, have a puffy orange coat. I still have a puffy orange coat. Yeah, yeah true. Orange is my favorite color. Is that cause... the
1: same puffy red orange coat?
0: No, oh. it's like the fifth one. Mm. Okay, okay. I, I wear them out.
1: You just then then get a new puffy orange coat. Yeah. Oh, I love that.
0: Yeah. Huh. Just, uh, I never get run over when I'm wearing orange. <laughs> also, other times I don't
2: get run over. When I'm not wearing orange, I get run over. So I, I think really that the um,
1: microphone foaming you have is relatively tiger color.
2: I think of Tony the Tiger when I think of Tiger Orange. Yeah. Great. Here's, Great. Here's, I'm showing pictures okay. of the
1: Crayola marker. I don't know if anyone remembers this as a kid. This color, it's like as if you kid. get the extra. It's you know when you have a Crayola marker pack and it goes beyond the like twelve,
2: mm-hmm. moves
1: into like twenty four yeah. marker zone.
2: Sure, this is the
1: orange difference. There's a tiger orange, and then there's like another orange. It's
2: a it's a bit stronger,
1: a bit stronger. And I think in the Crayola, it's a little more brown sided as opposed to but like. I think it's brighter. Yellow. I feel
2: like. Brown is is misleading because it sounds more muted and dull when you say brown.
1: Yeah, but I think it is a little bit more. More what? Muted.
2: I think it's bright. Can you show it to me again?
1: Yeah, well, I think it's a
2: strong orange. A strong orange. Um, <laughs> Mace's forgotten I, how to use the internet. <laughs> I'm weary to call any color strong strong right i'm a, I'm, a a very li- I'm a very literal man a pale it, orange is not a strong orange in my mind that looks like sort of a mild orange a
1: mild really? orange a me. mild yes. orange okay it's I not
0: guess, neon
2: oh it's not i guess it looks orange <laughs> it yeah, is it definitely orange. orange i agree with you it on that it looks like a wet orange
1: i will say <laughs> i can speak to my experience of being in like so we at the school I work at have both of these oranges. Mm-hmm. There's one orange that's a bright orange, and one orange that's the tiger orange, and the tiger orange shows up darker, and it shows up a little bit more on the red side.
2: Okay, I would the, say. the tiger. Mm-hmm. Well, that's better than brown. I mean, I, I agree with the red. It What's looks wrong a with bit brown, more. Scott. I, I just don't see the brown in it.
1: I just, I just, you just <laughs> I don't see more see red. It.
2: If we're, if we're trying to explain to the listeners. <laughs>
1: These colors. Uh, this is t- an
0: interesting segment to have on the radio. What are the, you radio on the radio on the radio. Because then when he can see the I color. I know, I know, I
2: know. They're like trying, I guess. I love. No, I love it. <laughs> Maybe there's like some frustration tolerance there. Just trying like, to like, dissim- what the heck are what, they talking what what about? I can't color. see it. Tiger I mean, what orange. Are,
1: what are listeners picturing? Because I think when you think of a tiger, Tony their the tiger. fur is Orange, but it's also definitely more of a brown shade of orange. Stop you know, they're brown. tigers. <laughs> it just is. That's the area it leans. It's not like a tangerine orange.
2: I think it's leaning reddish, though. You said that, and I agreed.
1: Reddish, and uh, I think brownish. I think that is the way it leans.
2: Uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> Show it to me one more time. <laughs> Shoot me.
1: Tiger me. orange color. Oh, he has to look it up again.
2: <laughs> Tony the Tiger, Sheer Khan. That's another... Yes. Tiger that comes to mind. Um I tigers, I know.
0: Yeah, I to me that seems just sort of a mid, mid, mid. orange. Orange. <laughs> it's not like well, uh, that orange. Tiger orange. That's not is like so a mid. Creamsicle.
1: <laughs> no, it's not like crimson, like nope. Uh let's look at let's look at the other oranges around it. There's see the, just so we can be like, what are other orange names? <laughs>
2: How do we this keep the, the segment flowing this. and not dead in the water? Yeah, I don't other- think this is dead. I'm having a lovely time. Scott. As you search, we I'm trying have- to have little faith. Let fish. me try to come up with some tiger content. Uh, Shere Khan, Tony the Tiger. What other tigers do I know?
1: No, other oranges. Honestly, though, what other tigers other in oranges. pop culture Here's do Here's the other oranges. Tangerine. Uh-huh. So that is more yellow. Yeah. Um, marigold, okay. A marigold. A lot more yellow. Carrot.
2: Very similar,
1: but I think Tiger is the brightest of them all. If I were to look at all of these oranges here,
2: I agree. And in my mind, I mean, well, I'm
1: learning today that there's three elements of color. I I listened to a thing on color theory, and Uh so I think that uh, (laughs) brightness or like luminosity would be a thing. Ooh, luminosity, and I think that's what that one would have. Or chroma, color, well, chroma. If anyone's listening, yeah. Okay, so now we've got that color. Now the next thing is we're thinking of this next color. In pairing In with com- tiger, like a tiger. Orange.
2: In conversation. In conversation, conversation. with tiger orange. <laughs> Here we go. Well, I, don't, I don't know what, what color I'd like to see with orange. I That's love a, blue and orange. There's so a complimentary colors. Love. A light blue would be nice. A light, a light blue, blue be You're not going to get it. Don't
1: say
2: that. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay, we got blue. Bubble gum.
2: Oh, it's like, like pink. a pink.
1: Like a pink.
2: That's not bad. That's not bad. That's kind I of think sunset that's, vibes. It is kind You're of sunset, sunset vibes. They're just like- holding their microphone <laughs> like a cigar <laughs> or something. You're like that caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> like a hookah Sheen. pipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen this. I've never seen this from Maze in five years of podcasting. This? <laughs> what? <laughs> I want a trip. Kind of feels good, I guess.
1: Like that? It's yeah. It's working with the way my computer is in my lap. What if we did this from now
2: on? I we would like really this. throw off guests. They'd be like, what is this? I'm like,
1: it's a nice feeling. This is, it's this is how you casual. podcast. I would say, <laughs> here's what I would say about this. When you look at bubblegum <laughs> and tiger orange, you take that, you take a photo of that and those two colors are there, you make it black and white. You can't see <laughs> the difference in those colors. They're no. the same exact kind of shade color. Okay. So they don't, this is they your blend color theory next to each to content. other. Yeah. 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 They, but they're right. I think they're sunset colors. Yeah. They, they remind me of summer. Add a black to that, and you've got something really beautiful going. Hmm.
2: When I was in middle school, they had soft serve that you could get for probably we, like $75. I think they still have that. that. They had soft serve, <laughs> <laughs> but they had bubblegum flavor soft serve. And I would basically, for lunch every day as a middle school, I would get a pizza pocket, some french fries, and some soft serve ice cream. Mm. Wow. <laughs> school a pizza pocket, so yeah. yummy.
1: Yeah. Um, that was good stuff. Let's look at bubblegum pink color. There it is. A nice bright pink. Bright pink. I mean, lots of different shades that. This everybody is has their own
2: interpretation of bubblegum. They
1: really do. What are your thoughts, Pat?
2: They're both
0: quite bright. Yes. Orange. If I. orange. Uh, I feel like if I were to see them together, it might be a bit much for me. Yes. No, thank Unless you. it's like a sunset, or right. there's
1: well, some natural that, context. I think that they would it. blend together if you were to see them together. If you were to yeah. see like an, ori- if a, you wore a an a orange, you an orange jacket and some
2: bubblegum pink pants.
1: Well, maybe not that they're color block like that. But if I was you're wearing a bubblegum pink t-shirt with orange flowers on it, tiger orange flowers, uh, it would be okay. that would together that be work. like kind of one. It, they would blend together well. Oh, you they know? blend.
2: So, you know, I, they would yeah. they would
1: be it would be one big bright item together as opposed to like neon yellow flowers on bubblegum pink would show up very differently. Yeah. My, these are my thoughts.
0: I feel like in the correct proportion it could be pretty. Mhm. But it could easily slip into being garish. G- garish.
1: Garish.
0: garish. Well, what does that mean again? About- uh it's just too much. Too much. <laughs> How dare you! It is uh, you overreached. <laughs> you overreached. <laughs> uh, it's an assault upon the eyes. Yeah, my yeah, yeah.
1: my bedroom when I was in middle school through high school was one wall. This I think you would consider garish. One wall was a bright lime green. Then there was a hot pink. Yes, yeah, so I would. I, I, right. it, were right. that to be my room, there that would a, be a bit. A kick. Turquoise wall. Oh my! Okay. And then there was a uh orange wall.
2: No, no, no. I All right. Had yeah. orange
1: and pink with a purple dresser.
2: Whoa! And a yellow nights. What the hell? I like that for <laughs> you. do <laughs> Never heard
0: this information. You know, my in, in, when I was in high school, my um.
1: <laughs> Scott's like. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh! My room was entirely orange in high school, but it was like a okay. darker orange.
1: An entirely orange room, like a burnt orange.
0: Like a burnt orange.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, we have, I think, different, we, you like more muted, duller yes. colors. I yeah, unless,
0: I, I, except when it comes to my coats. In bright which case, orange. a bright orange, so I don't get run over.
1: There it is. Um, <laughs> also, I like it. Do you like neon orange?
0: Do you like neon orange? Um, no. If I look at neon colors too much, it kind of hurts my eyes.
1: Fair. Fair enough.
2: No thank you to neon orange.
1: Um, okay, I Too think, busy,
2: as my grandma would say. Busy, busy.
1: Scott's pulling out his phone for the next segment. We got people who were born this day.
2: Okay, here we go. I
1: was born Gonna this day. Going to get right into
2: do, 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 do. it with the number one, according to this site. I mean, fame is relative, but I was born this day. <laughs> there's, I got I to gotta take that snippet out and make the new jingle. I was you born know? this day. I was born this we day. We should
1: make a jingle for each of these things. <laughs> yes, we just yes. Pat just, just gave us the audio jingle right here.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Number one, and and basically what we do is we give our free associations and opinions on on what comes up for us when we hear about okay. these people. Number one is Mike Tyson. Born okay. today. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Thoughts he on bit Mike a guy's Tyson? ear off. Yeah, he bit a guy's ear but off. You know, every time
0: I, I loved him. The Hangover. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. Let's see. He's kind of aged well. He was kind he of a terrible well.
0: person for a yeah. while. Yeah, he's definitely kind of cooled down. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that um, helps when you age and you like.
2: Mike yeah. Tyson for my generation was like it was this realm of like I don't know it was almost the the fumes of the eighties. In the sense of, like... The fumes of the 80s. Well, it was like... I love it. This this just outrageously over-the-top generation of, like, overachieving American. And then yeah. in the 90s, you have Mike Tyson and Michael Jordan. And we're still just this American exceptionalism. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, it was, like, looming large in my imagination. All of my childhood in the 90s was Michael Jordan and Seattleite here, Ken Griffey Jr. and Mike mm-hmm. Tyson. They were just, like, the top of the top. And Mike Tyson... A bit of guy's ear, day. yeah, a bit of guy's ear, but like not the whole ear. Yeah, first <laughs> of all, I played Mike Tyson's Punch on the Nintendo, yeah, which I loved, and then also he was just undefeated. He was he just knocked out anybody he ever fought, and he was really good. Yeah, Iron Mike, Iron Mike Tyson. Um, then 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 I mean he was he was really problematic, and then somehow he's eased back into being a pretty chill dude. Yeah, with a lot of interesting thoughts. Yes, and smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> nice. Well, I think those might go together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some kind um, of. Ammunition. Interesting
2: number two is Michael Phelps for today. In
1: okay. Interesting. Another Mike
2: yeah, don't have many passionate thoughts. I, I think I mean, it's interesting. so that many gold, belts,
1: gold medals to so just picture. All the records. Him. I one time watched like a documentary or a TV news thing where he just showed how much food he ate in yeah. one day. Yes, <laughs> I, like, I saw that yeah. too. And I was I like, about.
0: I got to go to swimming if I could eat this much. And then, <laughs> it was and then a nap. It's it was like, like so all this working on the nap. So naps many and like food. raw
1: eggs or yeah. eggs yeah. and things. I was like, whoa.
0: I, I appreciate that he found the sport that goes perfectly with his body. Yeah, he's got that. Because he's these long, giant feet. Body, yeah. He's got this kind of very sleek form. He
1: adapted.
0: Yes, he, he found, found the right. He found the right sport. Yes, I feel like every sport is just about fighting the person with the correct body type. That goes
2: with Mike Tyson too. Yeah. yeah, and the type, the same, the right type of temperament. You know. Yeah, but like, I would say both Michael Phelps and Mike Tyson both seem to have had to spend most of their lives wrestling with how much. They were traumatized by their sport.
1: Right. Like being training. like these elite yeah. people and all yeah. that that entails.
2: I think Michael Phelps takes a toll on, on you yeah. doing
0: push ups since you're a
2: fetus. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, I remember there's a few more. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, Thomas Sowell, who's an economist. I don't know who he is. I don't know. Um, there was a few more who I thought were interesting. Some of these I can just breeze right on past because I've never even heard of them. Lena Horn is a singer, but I'm, I'm not, I don't know too much about Lena Horn. David Allen Greer, who was on Living Color, he's a comedian. There was one more who I thought was worth mentioning. I'm just going to keep scrolling. Uh, where was this person? Well, Who are these other people? Because we we might know who they are. Monica Potter. Do you know who no. she is? I, have a, I, I feel like I have a general good sense of who would be known. Robert Ballard, retired U.S. Navy officer and oceanographer. Uh, perhaps the namesake for our very own yeah. neighborhood of Ballard. Uh, maybe I oh, missed it. Maybe. maybe. Who's to say?
0: Who's
1: to say?
2: I'm sure, I, you know, I feel his like family. that might be it, actually, in terms of people that we would actually know. I thought there was one more person that I thought was interesting. Um, Mike Tyson and Michael Phelps. That was what we get today. I mean, Roll those the are dice. two really
1: big ones. Also, like...
2: Monica yeah. Potter, I think, was a relatively famous actress for a while.
1: I don't know who that is.
2: Can I see that list? Yeah. If, life. if you click on it too aggressively, it goes to the person, and then you have to, like...
0: Okay. I won't be aggressive. I'll be a very gentle, gentle man. Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson and Michael Phelps. Lena Horne. Michael Horn. Phelps. Thomas Sowell. Vincent Dion Forio. He Okay. okay. He oh, was okay. on Law and Pat. Order. Okay. Criminal Intent. Okay. Didn't know. He, uh, he played a really good detective on that show. Great. Also um, in uh, Men in Black. Oh. He's the guy who gets the bug inside of him. Oh. In Men in Black. Wow. Uh, let's see. What else has he been in? This is great. He was in the uh, Okay, the Daredevil show that was on Netflix. That was a good show. He was the kingpin Right. In show. Oh, my
2: gosh. Okay. Yeah. He, I breezed okay. right past that.
0: Lizzie Kaplan. She was in an episode of New Girl. Let's see. <laughs> Lena Horne don't know her. She's Susan, Susan Hayward, a Susan Hayward. Modest Yahoo act. was
2: on there, too. And I know mm. Modest Yahoo is some sort of, like... Jewish rapper, but I
1: Who's don't know. Susan too. Hayward?
0: Uh, she was just a famous actor back in the day. Terry Funk. I want to know who this guy is. DJ. Okay. I'm beginning to not know who these people yeah, are it now. it gets more, more anonymous. Okay. I just want to go a little bit
2: further because I'm, oh, I went back I'll to I will say as Pat's doing this, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. That was one of my early loves on the Nintendo, the original Nintendo.
1: Not it's even boxing before game. 64.
2: Before 64, the original Nintendo.
1: I went to uh there's a shopping unit <laughs> Before district. 64. There's a shopping unit that sells like all Do you know the what retro things. Two
2: systems were before the 64. There was a Nintendo regular. Like the original Nintendo, and then there was one more. S- that's that Super from- Nintendo, Super Nintendo. And then the 64. And then 64. That came out like my senior year of high school. What year was that? 1998.
1: Yeah, it's 3 years old.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's the Uh-oh. that's the world you were born into, the 64. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think, I think I think 64 is when Smash Brothers was introduced. On the 64, yes, right? Yeah, it
0: was. Yeah. I remember because I'd have to go to my... My parents did not let me play video games at okay. that time. And I had to go to my friend's, friends house to play, to play, play Smash games. Bros. Yeah. They so would good. only let me play this game called Civilization. Oh. Where...
2: Jack loves some Civilization.
0: Uh, Jack has good taste. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. my friend Sean, my friend, my friend Sean Jackson. He lived at my Sean house uh, the summer between junior and senior year, I think. And he would come home from work and just play Civilization all day. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a beloved game, I guess. Yeah,
0: it's uh, a long, long, long-running, beloved series. I think
1: being a, a minimal gamer is something I'd hope to do in the future. You,
2: oh, you want to? Oh, you want to like, up your gaming a little? Yeah, bit? I wanna be, yeah, yeah, I want to. I
1: want to game a little more.
2: A little more gaming. A little
1: more gaming. Yeah, yeah. Not too much. We want
2: to get into Zelda on the Switch. Oh, was that? Well, Kevin says I'm, that's what we should do.
1: I'm excited. I think I'm gonna get a Switch. I'm excited to play Mario Party.
2: Mario Party. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. But we, mm-hmm. we, 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 I don't know what, what what the word is, but we want to get into one of those games that has like a world that we get immersed in. Oh. So, I'll speak for myself. I want to. Mm-hmm.
0: I was I started playing not the newest Zelda Switch game, but the other one that came out a few years ago yeah. Breath of the Wild.
2: Ooh, I forgot that. I started playing that <laughs>
0: recently, and it is quite good. Is that
2: on. Uh, that's on the Switch. Okay, that's
0: on Switch as well. Because okay. I, 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 I got a Switch recently. Yeah, yeah. Nice.
1: Do you like it?
0: I do. Uh, I like the system, I like the game. Yes,
2: I like it. <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Likes it. You
2: just create a little metric. System, game, and yes, yes, I like it. <laughs> Yes, and I was in the right mood. Okay.
0: Uh, so you want to get into a game that has like, like a really deep world. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because we watched this anime called Sword Art Online, and then, I mean, I'll speak for myself. It made me want to get into a game like that.
0: Have well, you heard of Elden Ring? No. Elden Ring is a great game. Is it a sci-fi game? No, it's a fantasy, fantasy? game. Okay, Elden it's Ring. It's Japanese. Okay, it's uh really good. It's got ama- it's got a great story, but you you can't really tell what the story is about. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's just good stuff. I'm wearing an Elden Ring shirt now. Oh, okay, no? okay, that uh, looks a little mildly but the, creepy. But they're yeah. not always. This is a this is a folk hero. Okay, from Elden okay. Ring. Okay, this cool. is a guy who helps people
2: play the play nice. the game. And it's got, like, a rainbow flag, so you're representing for Pride Month.
1: Oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> there
2: it is. <laughs> there it is. All right, I think we did it, everybody. All the big things. All
1: the big things with cats. All the,
2: the big Dyson things. Sphere. Dyson, spheres. Dyson spheres. Dyson spheres.
1: Many, many, let, just, let's just be less or more curious about it and all its complexity.
0: I, I feel like a, this is the second time in a row I've come and talked about a large electricity-producing entity with some potential uh, unfortunate consequences.
1: Because yeah, I mean, the Grand
0: Coulee Dam, well, as a potential, the you, Grand you Dam. You already talked about the unfortunate has, consequences. Yeah, some very yeah. unfortunate consequences.
1: So, I mean, there's, we just, we just hold, just hold the, the, the natural progression hold that <laughs> The national progression of all big things. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Next week, we'll be back to uh, No Small Thing. So. <laughs> we'll be back to the, it, it, it's,
2: it's really a mind trip though, because what we're implying with no small thing is that everything's a big thing. It's vague, so it still but, is. Yeah. <laughs> the same. Well, Ruben and I came up
0: with an, an actual segment that would be the opposite of no small things. What is it? No such thing.
2: <laughs> no such thing. No such that's thing. great. Let's have that oh, be a segment. Oh,
1: that's a fun one. No yeah. such thing.
2: Or everything is small. Everything is small.
1: Everything is actually <laughs> tiny.
2: Mm-hmm. Here's something that we think
0: is no small thing. Actually, that's small. Life is unimportant, yeah. and all the things in it are as well. That should be... That's the opposite podcast.
2: Well, life is back and forth, so yep. here yep. we are. Small things and big things. Uh, th- <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back next week. <laughs>